0: You're listening to The Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach, Imeh Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello Thriving Moms! Welcome to another podcast episode. How you doing? (laughs) Today I want to talk about something really interesting. I wanted to give you one quick tip for breaking generational cycles. (laughs) And it's so strange because typically I do like having scripts for my podcasts, but today I don't. And I'm not even sure what I'm going to call this episode, but it's something that happened today and I have a few podcast episodes lined up already but I'm recording this podcast in real time and the reason why is because of the feeling that I'm having right now about what happened so you'll probably hear this podcast in a few weeks it's okay we're still gonna get the message out I really wanted to share in real time because I believe in sharing what I'm learning and also just showing that I'm also on this journey I think that when people hear me talk on the podcast or see me show up on social media, they have this thought about me that my life is perfect and I never struggle. And I guess this is also partly my fault because I'm very introverted. That's just my nature. And as much as I love showing up and being out in public, I really just love holding what's close to me close. I love just being very Kind of like a hermit. (laughs) I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I've just always been that way. And I'm learning to just open up and be around people, which for the most part drains me quite a bit. So I always kind of need that quiet space. And because of that reason, I don't share a lot of personal stuff on social media or with people who are not in my circle, just because, well, there's that part of the introvert me. But also, I think one of the things that moms struggle a lot with is that we see so many ideas being put out on social media about how we ought to live our lives. And for me, I always want people to make their own decisions, not try to copy me or be like me. I want you to be your own unique self. And I'm also learning now that it's okay for me to share not from a place of, you know, showing up or anything, showing off or anything like that, but to let people know that this is life. So that's partly why I decided to do this podcast episode because I think it would be so helpful for us, especially those of us who are trying to break generational cycles of different things of dieting, of struggling, of overwhelm, of always feeling like the victim. You know, so many feelings that a lot of us associate with our childhood. And it's so funny because for me this when this happened i'm going to share the story in a bit but when this happened i just felt that i have come full circle so this weekend we had a neighborhood garage sale and i remember since we moved here about three weeks ago now my daughter has always wanted a garage sale she wanted to sell stuff she's very entrepreneurial minded she wants to make money and i don't even know what to say but she just really likes business and she's very motivated by money she wants to do her own thing and is always looking for ways to make money by helping people and giving value and i've just kind of been shoving it down not really wanting to pay attention because first i'm like i don't have time but i knew the reason wasn't that i didn't have time it was i wasn't willing to go there and start dealing with that But in the last few months, I've been working with a therapist and I'm just trying to work on my own childhood trauma and love myself and get comfortable and feel safe for showing up as a woman, as a black woman for that matter, in the coaching space and put my thoughts and ideas out in the world. So, as I've been working and trying to get my nervous system okay with showing up in the world and feel safe, part of that work had to do with my daughter asking me that she wants to do this garage sale. She wants to put something out there for people to buy. And I'll tell you, for weeks, (laughs) I was so nervous. I was so scared and afraid. And of course, because I do self-coach every day as part of my journaling practice. So one day I was just doing that and I just started asking myself, what is the real problem with my daughter wanting to have a garage sale? And I realized part of the problem was that I was projecting my own insecurities on my daughter. I was projecting my fear of rejection, of not feeling safe onto my daughter. Talk about wanting to break generational chains, right? (laughs) I'm here trying to show up in the world and say that I'm safe. It's safe to be me. It's safe to be a black woman coaching moms on how to thrive in motherhood. It's not common in my space. And and when I say my space, I just mean like my own little bubble. As I'm learning about different coaches and different programs, I'm starting to see people who look more like me. And then of course, I also have a human brain that would ask me things like, well, who are you? You don't look like a mom, you're too small and you're black. Like these are things that I've grown up with, especially the you're, you don't look like a mom or you're too small has always been something that people have teased me with over the years but I'm okay with that and I've always just kind of managed it on my own but this coming up and showing up in my business is asking me to show up in a much higher level right so my brain offering all these thoughts like who's gonna hire you who's gonna work with you you're thin you can't talk to people who are not your size because you don't know what it feels like these are some of the thoughts that I've had to coach myself daily on and When I realized this I was like oh isn't it interesting because I'm working through trying to feel safe right now. I'm also projecting on my daughter. My fear was what if she gets rejected? What if she puts herself out there? What if she goes to sell her things and do her lemonade and watermelon stand and no one buys? What if people just walk by and they don't even say how? Hi. Like how is she gonna feel? And to me I just feel like this is god having a very interesting sense of humor in that the other day i was driving home and then i saw this girl who was sharing the pamphlets and saying oh we have a neighborhood garage sale coming up i think it was like two days ago or two days in the future so i thought okay this would be a good opportunity to practice and one thing i want to say is when you commit to doing something when you're trying to make a change you will get tested an opportunity will come up for you to step into who you are trying to become Well, I took that pamphlet, told my daughter, and I said, you know what? There's going to be a neighborhood garage sale this weekend. Let's see how that goes. So it was like two days to come. I didn't have time to sit in indecision. I didn't have time to worry about what is she going to sell. Like she was ready and we got to do it. I coached myself hard. I reminded myself that, you know what? Whoever wants to buy from us will come. Whoever wants to buy from my daughter is going to come. They're not going to come too early or too late. They're just going to come and we're going to have fun. So once I stepped into that energy, I got her from the couch and then I just started helping her out. We looked for a recipe, we got the lemons and we made a very delicious lemonade. So I did share this on Instagram, but my daughter made $22.40 dollars 40 That is $22.40 she did not have the day before. And I'm so proud of her. And not only that, I could see how accomplishing that changed her perception of herself. Like she just kept saying, thank you so much for believing in me, for supporting me and letting me do this. Right. And this is what prompted me to record this podcast episode because there's so many of us who... That's really all we wanted when we were children, right? We just wanted someone to look at us and tell us that we're enough. We wanted someone to look at us and believe that even though we did not fit the norm, we were still good enough, right? Even though we didn't fit their expectations, we didn't want to be who they wanted us to be, they would still support us. We just wanted people to see us for who we were. So, whether you were a fat kid and your parents wished you were thinner, or you were a thin kid like me and your parents wished you looked a lot like other children, whether you were into arts and your parents forced you not to do it because, I mean, who makes money on art, right? Like, that's the belief. These are the fears that our parents and our caregivers projected onto us. And for the most part, they were doing it to protect us. So, As you're all listening to this, and you know you probably have your own story of where you wish someone had just believed in you, where you wish someone had trusted you, where you wish someone wasn't trying to change you from who you were. I want to say, if we want to break the chains, if we want to stop those generational cycles from continuing, if we want to change the story of motherhood, If we want to change life in general and what it means to be human and live life in fullness and abundance, we have to be willing to be the minority, at least for now. The minority means you will have fears and your brain will tell you that you're not worth being or doing whatever it is you want to be doing. Your brain is going to ask you who you think you are. Your brain is going to ask you why you think you deserve to show up. And when those thoughts come, those are opportunities for you to step into who you are becoming. And the more you step into those moments, the more you continue to practice, the more you teach your body and your nervous system that it is safe for you to be you. As you teach your brain to know that, as you teach your brain to accept that it's okay for you to mother in a different way, it's okay for you to engage with food differently It's okay for you to feed your children differently. It's okay for you to be a worker who closes off of work when it's time to close off of work, right? Like that's another podcast that I'm coming for all of you working moms because I've been coaching quite a few of you. And this is something that I keep working on with my clients, right? Your brain is going to offer you all the reasons why you shouldn't do things differently because doing things differently feels unsafe, And it does, but in order for you to create something new, something that has never been created before, especially when it comes to our children and creating new ways of thinking and being and doing, you must be willing to be the minority and teach your child and support them and create that safety so that they also can learn this new way of thinking and being and doing. And it's all going to be okay. It's okay to show up and trying things out and failing and sometimes winning and sometimes just saying, you know what? It was all worth it. It's all part of the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Okay, my friends, that's all I had for you. I don't have any tips. I just wanted to share this story to encourage you and remind you that when you choose to break generational cycles, sometimes... It's worth being the minority. So now I'm going to go take a nap because my introverted self just wants to recover from all the people we met today and all the energy I've spent. But I'm so proud of myself for showing up for my daughter and so proud of her for being who she is. I hope this episode was helpful. Take one thing away that you're going to work on this week and just show up. What if you just showed up and decided to be who you want to be in the world? How would that look for you? All right, have a beautiful week ahead. And as always, keep thriving. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, you've got to check out my free food freedom guide because it gives you practical steps you can take to let go of dieting, stop obsessing about food and eat in a way that you enjoy. Get your food freedom guide at oliveandblissca slash food freedom. And if you'd like to learn more about me, and how I can support you to make peace with food and your body, then head on over to oliveandbliss.ca. I'm always rooting for you, my friend. Until next time, keep thriving.